You're listening to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, brought to you by Phil Better Inc. If you want to take your podcast to the next level, make sure you book your free 15-minute call with Phil Better, the podcast mogul, at www.philbetterinc.com. Hey, it's Phil Better from Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, and today we have Kate Brinkley, an amazing entrepreneur, and I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Kate, give us a quick introduction. Well, thank you so much, Phil. I'm excited to be here. I am a social media strategist. I get a lot of raised eyebrows when I say what I do. My mom still doesn't know what I do, but uh, I'm excited to be here and and talk about being an entrepreneur with you today. All right. So social media strategist, uh, let's unfurl those brows, if you will. (laughs) Could you explain a little bit of what that means uh, in today's day and age? Yeah, so I help businesses, small businesses, real estate agents develop a strategy around their social media. So what channels should you be on? How often should you be posting? What's a good ad budget for you to have? How can we help you grow your business and grow your your followers on social media, not just posting out into, you know, and being white noise, having a strong presence so that every time you show up in someone's feed, they want to click like, comment, or buy from you. So that is what I do. And I've been doing it for 17 years now. Um, but by myself, I've had my own business out for about four and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, 17, I forgot that everything's been around for at least 17 years or so slowly been there. And Jesus. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. And it also just, I'm like clicking my head. I'm like, wow, I'm really old now. (laughs) I know. Whenever I tell people, I'm always like, gosh, now I feel really old because I can say that I was around for the, I was around for the internet to come out. I was around for social media to come out. I'm like, goodness gracious. My my kids are going to think I was born in like the stone age. Did you ride a horse to school, mom? (laughs) Yeah. It's, I've been real, like you just placed that in it. I'm going through my head. I'm like, yeah, I've been around since the birth. Like, I remember MySpace and people are talking about, yeah, there's great places where you can, like, actually customize your social media. I'm like, we had that. It was called MySpace. Um, still around. Uh, I actually found mine the other day. Oh I God. found my MySpace the other day. It was uh, it was entertaining, but um, <laughs> that's when I got started. Really, that's when I got started. I was helping bands get off of MySpace and onto the radios. And um, that's when I saw the power of social media and how fast connections can happen. Um, Very early on, um, I was all in on MySpace because the college that I went to, uh, it was a division two school. I played softball in college and Facebook didn't count my college as an accredited university. So I couldn't be on Facebook. So I was all in on MySpace and then Facebook opened up to the world and man, look at, look at what is, yeah, the world has completely changed. I remember the days where Facebook was still a, a very unique place. I was, they didn't, had, hadn't even come into Canada by, by the time, like I started hearing about it. And I'm like, I want a Facebook. How do I get Facebook? What is the Facebook? Uh, the Facebook. Yes, the, the Facebook. <laughs> Jeez. I'm dating myself. Now I feel like my parents, I'm just like super old. Who calls it the Facebook anymore? Come on, dad. Um, so for 17 years, geez. Um, what what caused you to jump to become an entrepreneur? Did, did you always have the entrepreneurial uh, spirit or was it something that was like, well, I have no choice. I had to sink, uh, do or die. 
Both. So I had no idea that I was really going to be an entrepreneur. Like looking back now, I'm like, well, of course I was meant to be an entrepreneur. But I mean, I went to school. I wanted to to be a journalist. I wanted to be a sports reporter for radio. I got that job right out of college. So I mean, I never really had thoughts of being an entrepreneur. But looking back, like I I started my own um, window screen company back when I was 15 because I was too young to get a job. Um, so I was like, well, I want to make some money. So I started my own window screening business and um, was was doing that. And I'm like, well, you know, I was an entrepreneur back you know, when I was 15 years old. But again, I, I, I thought I was going to be in the, the radio world forever. I'm going to date myself again now. But um, I, I was in radio. I had my dream job. And then Sirius XM came out and everyone in the radio industry freaked out. Like, this is the end of radio. Um, and I was one of them. And so I, I you know, took a, a side path. I went into marketing, you know, was doing social media, but it wasn't like it is today. It was kind of a, you know, we should, we should post on, on Facebook or should we be on Twitter? Those were the kinds of conversations that we were having. Um, but then I got laid off from my, my, my job. I was the marketing manager for the Colorado Rockies television station, and they merged with a, with a larger corporation. And they, the larger corporation saw, hey, um, marketing manager, we have a lot of these. Let's just get rid of all of the new marketing managers and keep the ones that we have in our Atlanta office. And I was like, well, my job as a marketing manager is very different than what you guys do in telecommunications. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was left without a job and I was devastated. And then the next week I found out I was pregnant with my, with my second daughter. And I was um, at the point of, well, now who's going to want to hire me? I mean, thanks for hiring me. I'm going to go on maternity leave for, you know, six months. So I, I decided I was, I was like, okay, just until I can find my next job, I'll just do some freelancing. And before I knew it, one client turned into two, turned into three. I was making just as much money working less hours from home. I could be there with my girl, my two daughters. And I was like, why would I go back? And that is the story of how I became the accidental entrepreneur. I love it. And the title of the episode is The Accidental Entrepreneur Now. that Thank you for that. That is the part that I have the <laughs> hardest time with when I'm doing these episodes. What am I going to call it? And generally... The episode provides. So I got the accidental <laughs> entrepreneur here who uh, goes on to help other businesses become successful in their strategy for social media. Um, and this touches on your story touched on a lot of the uh, the pre questionnaires that uh, I asked some of the failures because I always like hearing about the failures and how you come out of the failure to success. Uh, because um, it shows that life isn't perfect. You'll have those failures. And you had your perfect job. You had your dream job working for radio, you know, and then you, you pivoted off because of Sirius going into another type of still in the same family of entertainment. You're doing something <laughs> still in like, sports. Still in sports, <laughs> but you're doing the back end. Now you're, you're, you're becoming uh, the brand, helping the brand build, and you then get all this knowledge, and then boom, you go off and uh, create an even better company. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I say that I've had my dream job, you know, twice, but really, I think that each, each of those jobs were, were fantastic. I absolutely love them, but the flexibility and what I'm doing now really 
I guess really is my dream job. Um, and and I, I absolutely, I, I mean, it, it's great because I get to, to choose my hours. In, in the summertime, I take, I only work two or three days a week so I can be home with my, with my daughters more. And, you know, we go camping all the time. And I, I couldn't do that if I were still in radio or in television. I, you know, I'd be, this would be the busy season, honestly, yeah. for a lot of the sports. And so I'm, I'm so fortunate now. And I think that each position, each job I've had has been perfect for that phase of my life. And um, I, yeah, like I said, I, I can't imagine going back to the corporate world now. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I'm slowly exiting the corporate world. I'm running my own podcast agency. So I love getting the clients and be like, yay, clients, I can leave soon. So exactly. Um, um, and the freedom of, you know, again, I, I can work at two hours here, three hours there, you know, I don't have to work a full 12 hours on stuff because I get to choose my my hours. I love that's the that's the joy. That's the dream. Work work when you want and be doing what you're passionate about. Um, I want to I want to go on some lessons here that you may have learned either from your successes or your failures. You mentioned uh, here your the best lesson from a, a failure is you never know the possibilities until you try. Do you want to maybe expand a bit by that and uh, share a bit more with my audience what you mean? Yeah. So when when I was laid off, uh, you know, let go, I, I didn't know what the next step was going to be. And I immediately thought, okay, another corporate job. And it was, if it wasn't for, I, I, have, I have a very supportive husband and he said, well, Katie, why don't, why don't you just kind of see what the, you know, what are you most passionate about? And I said, well, you know, what? I would love to only do social media. I'm over the script writing. I'm over, you know, doing the media buys. I'm over, you know, I just kind of want to do social media. And he said, well, why don't you just look for a job that that's just social media? And so I, I kind of was like, all right, well, I feel like social media you could do from anywhere. And it, again, it wasn't until I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and start putting feelers out there. I tried joining a, a bunch of different, um, like, so on LinkedIn, I started posting about it. I started posting um, on Thumbtack, that um, it's an app that I found my drywall guy. But I mean, I didn't know I had no idea on where to go to try and find clients. And I a lot of trial and error. But then I started finding really great clients that were willing to, I guess, give me a chance. And again, I, I never even thought that being a freelance social media person was a possibility until until I tried. Taking that risk uh, and uh, having the support structure in place that you could take that risk and then blows up and you're now the head of your own company. What is it like <laughs> being the head of your own company? It's, you know, it's great. There, there's a lot of things that people don't tell you when you decide to be an entrepreneur. You can work from anywhere. You can choose your own hours. But again, it's, especially if you're a solopreneur, there's a lot that falls down onto you. So, okay, well, that still needs to get done. And there, there isn't somebody else to do it. It, it really wasn't until I decided to start delegating that my business started to grow. I was doing everything. I was writing the blogs. I was sending the emails. I was creating the social posts. I was doing the graphics. I was, I was doing all of it. And all of my time was spent doing everything that I couldn't spend time on the phone with potential new clients. So it wasn't until I started delegating things out um, for my emails, I uh, started uh, delegating, I, I hired a virtual assistant and she 
helps me, you know, schedule. Uh, so I have a podcast also, and she helps me, you know, she schedules the podcast. She does guest follow up. I mean, like all that time, I had no idea how much time I was uh, investing into my podcast. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was like six, seven hours a week. I, am so, I, I can be on the phone doing sales calls now. So I think that once I started delegating, it made every, it made a world of difference. I was happier. I could have fewer hours, uh, you know, during the summer if I wanted to. And I think that it's, it really kind of made it feel more of a business instead of just a side hustle until I got my next job. It really made it seem like, okay, you have people that are relying on you for, for payment. You need to try and get more clients in. And it's, it's been great. I actually, I, I love it now. Oh, I love it. I love how you, you found the freedom of hiring your employees and uh, it started creating, it became real when you hired your first employee instead of, like you said, it was not a side hustle anymore. Now it's a, the main hustle, my job. So I, I yeah. Um, this also, it seems to go into uh, some of the best lessons you learned from a success is never stop learning that, that that's when you will get behind. So I guess learning that hiring someone actually frees up more time for you and uh, that but what other some like what else do you mean by like never stop learning what what other have you learned from uh you know some of the successes or failures like that yeah you know that with with social media especially there's always updates and there's always something new so social audio has kind of been the latest thing to take the the world by storm whether it's clubhouse or fireside or twitter spaces Facebook is launching an audio format. You know, I mean, Spotify has green room. I mean, there's a ton out there. And one of the things that I've always, I'm, I'm very passionate about social media, but the second that I think I understand everything about Instagram or Facebook or, or Clubhouse, that's when I'm going to get behind. So I really do try to, I read a lot of books on social media and marketing. I read a lot of blogs. I follow all the newsletters and I'm in, I'm in this Facebook group and I once had someone reach out and they said, why, you know, Katie, I, you know, I follow you on these other platforms. Why are you in this group? And I said, well, what if, you know, what if somebody has a question for something and I don't know the answer, I need to know how to do it. So I'm in here to make sure that I am up to date on the latest trends. The second that there is a new feature, I know how to, to do it and to master it and how to make sure my clients succeed from it. So I, I do think that when when you think you know it all and you think that you've you've reached the top that's when you are going to fall behind because there's going to be someone else out there hustling to try and learn the next thing i like that always always stay learning because uh, you'll be out, out hustled by someone else and you'll go the age of the dinosaurs or the, <laughs> the people who don't jump on it as, as soon as possible and uh go extinct or not going to be the best for your clients <laughs> Um, let's say you, you have a podcast and this, this interests me because as a fellow podcaster, I, I, I want to know what is maybe one of the, the core things you found that really helped you drive maybe traffic to your podcast. Cause we do have podcasters who listen to this. Uh, what is a tip maybe using social media? Cause I'm interested in this as well. Like how, how you maybe grew your podcast alongside your business. You know, I, I had been wanting to start a podcast for a long time because I come from radio, um, but I was always too busy. I didn't have the time for it. And, and back in March of 2020, we were all given the gift of time. And so that's when I started my podcast. And um, 
there was a lot of trial and error because I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to post the graphic for, you know, like when you, your, your podcast graphic, mm -hmm. I'll post that on there and say, hey, here's the new episode. It's about this. And I would get like, maybe like, it was my lowest engaged post. And I was like, man, nobody cares that I'm doing this podcast. So, but once I started changing up the format of how I was presenting it, I saw my listenership go up and the engagement on my posts went up. So a lot of people are now aware of this, of this podcast. And so one of the things that I found to work really well for me is using the carousel post on Instagram. So I will share, um, I have a couple different versions of my podcast art. I'll share a version of the podcast art. Um, the biggest takeaway from the episode. So um, what comes first, the marketing or the branding? Like that's all the graphic says. And then you can swipe again and you can actually, it, it looks like um, just an image, but it's actually a video and the audiogram is playing. And I'll post a 50 to 59 second clip of my guest speaking. And that way it, it kind of acts as the trailer, like the little teaser, like, hey, this is just a little bit of what you can hear if you listen to the podcast. So having that swipeable image in Instagram helps uh, with the Instagram algorithm. People might not want to just listen to an audiogram. They might actually want to see the podcast art, or they might really like seeing the question that I pose of, you know, what comes first, the marketing or the branding. It's different for every episode. Mm -hmm. That's just one that I chose. But, um, and then from there, I go into Instagram stories. On this week's episode, I interview so-and-so, and we talk all about branding. Have you, you know, and I tell people a little bit about what the episode is about. If you're ready, if you want to listen to the, you know, um, listen to this week's episode and tell me in the comments on this post, what your biggest takeaway is. So I'm showing up in these different mediums for people so that they can interact with me with how they use Instagram best. Some people only use Instagram stories. So if you're showing up in stories, they can watch you like a TV show, but some people don't even click on stories, they don't know what stories are, and they're still going through the feed. Now they I've reached people in the feed. So showing up on Instagram with a different way through video, through carousel posts, through audiograms, I'm hitting all of my audiences, uh, ways they best consume content. I love it. That that is you're you're focused on one place to grow, grow. And then once you get to the, the next level, you grow one the the next level. So yeah, no, I love it. And, uh, fully agree with it. I've started doing the audiograms for this podcast and I found the engagement going up because people are learning about what's the episode about and it, it translates into listenership. So I do, do support the audiogram hustle. If you will. Well, yeah. And, and the thing too, Phil is if someone's listening to 50 seconds, they're engaging with your post for 50 seconds. So Instagram's like, man, people really like this. I'm going to show it to more people. So again, by having the swipeable carousel post, you're getting that engagement. And by having, you know, the, the audiogram, people are spending time on Instagram, which is what Instagram wants. They want you to spend more time on it. So they're going to show it to more people. So um, that's just the, the best way that I found to, to utilize Instagram for my, for my podcast. I love it. And uh, of course, later on, you'll share uh, the app, uh, share the link or share the name of the podcast so people can listen in and grow their branding and marketing uh, knowledge from there. I'm definitely going to be starting to listen to it because it's going to be uh, well worth it. Um, 
I want to move on to maybe something like maybe a little later life type uh, 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 question here. Um, your ultimate goal in life, you said to create a legacy my family is proud of. You want to maybe expand a bit more on what you mean by your, your legacy and uh, how it can be your family can be proud of you? Yeah, you know, again, like I never expected to own my own business. And I really didn't think I didn't think of it as, you know, of myself as a boss, really, I, I felt of myself as a social media strategist, but I wasn't thinking of myself as a boss. And um, my daughter, who's six, her, she said to me, she, she said, Mom, are you a boss? And I said, Yeah, I'm, I'm a boss. And she goes, Oh, wow. So, so like, you can, you, you're in charge. And I said, Mommy's in charge. And it really, having that conversation with her, like, it really changed the way I was thinking about things. I'm like, she looks up to the fact that I'm in charge and I'm, you know, telling people, you know, what to do. I'm bringing in the money. I'm, you know, I run the business and that made me so proud because I was like, wow, you know, she, she thinks this is really cool that mommy's a boss. And, um, you know, regardless if I have, there's, there's three people that work for me or 300 people, she thinks it's cool. And it's something for her to, to look up to, you know, she can say, yeah, well, my mom ran her own company. I, I want to do that. She was home with me during the summer. She hardly ever worked. You know, I want to do that when I get older. So I, I absolutely, it, it really wasn't until I had that conversation with her that I started to have a lot of pride in what I've done as an entrepreneur. Oh, I love that. I love that, that, uh, even though you have accomplished so much running a, a company, having employees, it wasn't until your child was like, hey, you're a boss, right? And you're like, yeah, I am the boss. I am the boss. You know, you have to, Mom's the boss. I'm the boss here, you know, just brushing <laughs> the dirt off your shoulders and you're having fun. Um, but yeah, it usually does take maybe an, an outside because you're in the weeds, you know, you need someone outside to be like, hey, look at what you've accomplished so far by just asking those Simple questions. I am looking forward to when my nephew asks me, Phil, are you a boss? Yeah. <laughs> um, those, th th he's only three now, um, so I, I got some time. I got some time. I got three years to build up that, uh, <laughs> before he asked me that. Um, now, this is something I like asking my, my, uh, my guests here and maybe something to help uh, the listeners listening. You already provided so much knowledge as well. Uh, maybe a lesson you want to leave to or in part on my listeners here you said delegation and mindset are essential to being a business owner yeah as as I said earlier you know it really wasn't until I started delegating tasks out that my business started to grow but something that I and with the world of social media I know I am 100% fully immersed in it but at the same time it is a double-edged sword you know it's great because it's how we communicate. And especially after 2020, you know, we saw how relationships can form um, through social media. But it's also really hard not to have the imposter syndrome, not to do the comparison game and see where other people are on their journey and comparing them to where you are on yours. You know, social media, you know, Instagram, we, we see that we only see it through one filter and we're only seeing other people's highlight reels. We're not seeing their bloopers. We're not seeing the trial and errors that they've done that haven't worked. We're only seeing what's worked. And so if we're comparing our journey to someone else's, it can be very um, discouraging and mess with your mindset a ton. And it, 
it really wasn't until I started delegating uh, tasks out of my business. And two, when I put on the, the blinders and focused in only on my own journey and where I was going and what was best for Katie Brinkley and Next Step Social Communications, that everything changed. Everything started growing and I stopped looking at, you know, oh, this Instagram person does this and this Facebook person does this. And how did they get there? Why am I not there? I'm, I'm not making millions of dollars. Like they, it's like, no, but I'm, I'm helping the people that I'm helping. I have my clients. I'm able to work from anywhere. I can have my own, you know, flexible schedule. And, you know, my, my daughters are proud of me. And so it really was not until I put on the blinders and de- started delegating that things changed for me and my business. I, and I know I said mindset too. Mindset can be a very dangerous thing. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the whole blinders uh, situation. And I think that when you're trying to compare yourself to other people, it will mess with your mindset. So you know, working on you and your own journey, your own mindset as to where you need to be is essential for an entrepreneur. I love it. I love it. Uh, and it's true. Uh, you need to focus in on just worry about yourself um, admire, admire what other people are doing, but don't compare yourself because they had a different journey than you are and you're going down a different path. And uh, I think that's best for like, not just entrepreneurs, but if you're doing any side hustle, if you're starting a podcast, don't worry about what other people are doing, focus in on giving your listeners the best episode and best quality and that. So I do really appreciate uh, share, you, you sharing that with us here on the show. Um, we're going to be coming up near the end of it. Uh, the episode, but I'm having such a great time. I do ask this question because um, I'm a s- selfish, selfish person, uh, but I, I love books and uh, I love talking with other entrepreneurs who, who, who have success and because they, they've read different books and that, but I want to know, what is a book you would suggest someone just jumping into the entrepreneurial field or they're later on that you've read and you're like, this is a great book for entrepreneurs. What would you suggest they read? Okay, so there's two. Um, one that I'm reading right now that I'm really enjoying is Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And another one that's helped with me and my uh, mindset is it's called Meditations from the Mat. And um, it's, it's daily um, it, words of you know, encouragement and, and mindfulness for you to apply every day. I wake up every morning and I read the, the one page so that I can start my day with intention. And um, that has made a big difference too. Like I said before, the whole uh, mindset thing is something that I think is, especially with social media, it's hard not to do the comparison game. But when you wake up and you decide that you want to not be reactive, not going and picking up your phone first thing and clearing out the emails, I've set my day for intention with how I want to start my day um, with that that one ex, uh, excerpt from the book. And, you know, I feel like I, my, my day is set up the way that I want it to be. So I really like that book too. And it helps me set my day with intention. Well, I like that. And uh, I'm always looking to get my brain started on the right way as an entrepreneur, just in your regular life, having, having a burnout uh, last year, you know, thanks to COVID and other things in life and changing my mindset into one of success and from the negativity that was feeding it. Definitely going to be looking at uh, medita- uh, meditations from the mat and having those daily, you know, just positive uh, reinforcements so that I can start my day off strong. So 
definitely going to be looking at that. And uh, uh, the expert secrets uh, isn't the first time uh, a guest has mentioned that. So, and Russell Brunson has been mentioned a few times in past episodes as uh, a mentor, if you will, to other uh, entrepreneurs. So definitely going to be picking up his book. Yeah, you know, and, and we talk about the best marketing material, uh, sales piece that, that you could create. He's giving away all his secrets, um, but you know, it's it's a great, it's it's very it's very insightful, and it allows uh, it's allowed me to kind of rethink the way that the customer journey. I love it. Oh, and I love how it's making you rethink the customer journey on top of it. Not only just sharing his secrets, but helping you develop your own or change your 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 mindset around the customer's journey so that's even better that's like a double whammy right there for anybody who's listening um that, that just sells itself like you, you should be doing his book sales uh from there with that um i'm gonna now it's it's coming up to the end i'm gonna give you the last five minutes so my uh if, so my audience can find out where you where they can find you how they can listen to your podcast or get in contact if they want uh, become a client of yours if you're still if you're taking that so I'm going to jump jump off screen here and uh, allow you to have it you don't have to use the five minutes it's allotted for <laughs> you I know some people only use two or three minutes of it so don't don't feel the pressure um, but so I'm going to jump off here and it's all yours yeah well if you want to work to, with me um, and develop a clear strategy around your social media you can find me online at nextstepsocialcommunications.com um, I'm on, I'm on social media. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me at Katie Brinkley. And um, yeah, I, I offer a number of ways to work together. I offer done for you social media. So if you're like, I'm done with this, um, do it for me, Katie, I offer that. And then I also offer coaching. So that was one of the things that really evolved in 2020 where uh, again, back in March, a, a lot of business owners were given the gift of time and they wanted to learn how to better utilize social media so that they could do it themselves and have a strategy going forward. So I also offer uh, social media coaching and um, I offer that in 12 week intervals or I also have a one hour power hour uh, session where we go over and find what tools, uh, what social media channels you should be on how you should be spending your time and best practices for that social media channel. So, um, oh, and then last but not least, I'm on Clubhouse. So you can follow me on Clubhouse. Uh, listen to me talk more. Um, I'm at Katie Brinkley on Clubhouse. And my podcast is Rocky Mountain Marketing. So I don't know if that was five minutes, but that was a mouthful. It was a lot. Uh, it didn't hit the full <laughs> five minutes, but it, it's fine. It hit six minutes, but I'll forgive it um, <laughs> since you had so much to share with us. And you're, you're obviously you're on so many social medias. You, you, you got thousands of them you have to share. So I can understand it taking more than five minutes. But uh, Katie, I want to thank you so much for being a guest here and sharing your journey with us, being uh, going from your, uh, probably one of the worst moments of someone's life being laid off to now being uh, considered by your daughter the boss of bosses, if you will, the uh, accidental entrepreneur right here. Um, so yes, the notes will, the show notes will have all the links for linking out to Katie so that you can reach out and work with her and listen to her podcast. Of course, I'm definitely going to start going back and binging it and seeing what secrets I can develop and share with my audience and uh, my uh, clients as well and look like I'm smarter than I actually am. Um, <laughs> that's all it is. Entrepreneurs borrow from other people um, and, and grow everybody else the same and make things a little better so that 
the next time they listen to it, it comes better. Um, Katie, thank you again uh, for taking the time to invest in myself in the show. And I want to thank my audience and remember to invest in yourself. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I want to thank you for your support. It means so much. If you're looking to launch your podcast, I have the ultimate seven steps to launch a successful podcast. I wrote it, in my, wrote it myself. So if you're interested, send me an email at book at feelbetterinc.com and I will send you the link where you can get it. It's only $7.99 and your support would mean so much. So I thank you so much and let's go. And thank you so much. Your support is... Fuck me, call this best. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for continuing to listen to the podcast. Uh, your support means everything to me. If you would like to know how I launched multiple podcasts in only seven steps, make sure you send me an email. The email address is book at feelbetterinc.com. Again, that is a book, B-O-O-K, at feelbetterinc.com. When you send me the email, you'll get a link to buy the book. I can't wait for you guys to read it and let me know what you think. So have a great day.